untapped talent on cliffcentral.com. Welcome to it. It's a Friday morning right here on cliffcentral.com. My name is Sia Sangweni Finn. Thank you so much for having us on. And this is Untapped Talent. Say what you will, but you cannot help but just feel happy because after all, it is a Friday. It's going to be an hour where once again, as we do every single week, profiling young people who are doing incredible things. And I love that I always get to have this wide variety of people who just have extraordinary stories to tell. So exactly that, that is exactly what we're doing this week. So first and foremost, I'll be talking to someone who I'm very interested in and exactly what he's doing. I think he puts the definition of unconventional in the actual word unconventional. Um, his name is Jared Mayer and he started off, funnily enough, as a soccer player. And so he's very interested in that and he's been making great advances in that. But now, couple most recently, just ever so suddenly, most dramatically, he was scouted and he's now into modeling i love that hey listen you got to do what you got to do and you make the most of what you have as, as well but it's very very vast and and such a wide spectrum of something that you're into talent wise and being a soccer star and a model at the same time but you know what maybe if in the next life i am blessed with height and I'm blessed with like sculpted abs or something or the other, then I can't be a David Beckham vibe or Cristiano Ronaldo. I can go on with my bad self. That can be my story. And then secondly, joining me on the show as well is an African singing sensation. His name is Brendan Bayer. And I have to say, my Afrikaans level is like a metric vibe. I just remember Afrikaans and I had to do orals. And I was like, well, what do I do? And what do I say? And the only point of reference I had was Patricia Lewis. And I'm over Tony. So that is totally normal. And so that is why I'm so riveted to see how this Afrikaans interview is going to go down. But listen, it's going to be an awesome show. Incredible guests with even more extraordinary and, and interesting stories to tell right here on Untapped Talent this morning. And you know, if you always want to catch into the conversation and if you want to join in, all you have to do is tweet us at cliffcentral.com and at sia underscore sf. Or you can send us a message on our WeChat official account. Um, it is Cliff Central. All you have to do is tap connect and then message to show and then your lovely lovely words well in some cases they're not so lovely but fine we'll accommodate everyone <laughs> your message will pop up right in front of the screen so let's get straight into it before i bring my guests in we're going straight into the cover of the week so when i first heard the song i didn't really like it i have to be honest but everything changed for me on the very rare exception that i somehow stumbled onto a bbc channel and i was somehow watching the graham norton show and i got to actually find out more about the artist behind the song and her name is al king you probably heard the song x's and o's i guarantee if you think you don't know the song wait till i play it until it finally makes sense but noah on youtube his youtube channel is only one noah he decided to take a bit of a chance and cover this l king song and i actually have to say listen the song is growing on me so you let me know what you think about the song this is this week's cover of the week it's noah uh doing an l king song titled x's and o's Right here on Untapped Talent. Untapped Talent on CliffCentral.com. Texas and O's. 
that was only one Noah on YouTube with the cover of El King's X's and O's. I still don't know how I really feel about it. I think I genuinely like the song now. Won't necessarily have it on rotation on my playlist, but hey, it's, you know what? Kudos on the guy. I don't know where he is on the face of the earth, but as he posted up the video, he actually recorded it at his grandmother's house. So he kind of think that's like a nice little ode to his grandmother. And that's kind of cute. But anyway, <laughs> that's what the show is all about. It's shining a spotlight on young people wherever they are, whatever they're doing, as long as they're on the road to achieving their dreams and definitely someone who's doing that is my very first guest this morning mr jared mayor good morning jared morning so yeah how are you, you doing i'm fantastic thank you no, so much for good. asking you see now i feel like i'm the one being interviewed how are you doing <laughs> no i'm very good thanks fantastic stuff so i'm very very interested in hearing more of your story and hearing all about what you're up to recently but let's start off and backtrack when find out more about jared born in free state ne? Yeah, born in the Bloemfontein. I uh, went to school, a great college. Uh-huh. Studied at the University of Free State, so pretty much my whole life there. When did you move up to Joburg? Um, in September, after I signed my contract for Joma Cosmos. Okay, okay. Now there's a lot happening. Hold up. Yeah. What did you initially study uh, in university? In um, I've got a degree in BA General Management. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're like evening the playing field here. Yeah. Excuse the pun now that we're talking <laughs> about sports, but professionally, and I think first and foremost, you describe yourself as a soccer player. Definitely. Yeah. When did that love for soccer start out for you? At a very young age, you know, um, I grew up playing soccer and cricket, you know, coming from a school that really focuses more on the rugby and cricket or more well known for that. Um, there came a time in, mean, I think it was grade 11 when I had to make a decision, you know, cause I was, I, I excelled in my cricket as well. So yeah. I preferred more of the shorter game, you know, um, <laughs> cricket was, cause that's my thing with cricket. I'm like, bless all the cricketers out there. But if it's not an ODI, then I'm sorry. I would not be able to keep up with that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. The game gets a bit long. So anyway, yeah, I chose to end up playing soccer, um, came through the Bloemfontein Celtic ranks, mm-hmm. um, under 17, under 19. And then things kind of never materialized there. Um, ended up playing in the Varsity Cup. Mm-hmm. 20, that was 2013. Got scouted by Free State Stars. Uh, went to sign a pre-contract there. Unfortunately, I broke my leg. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I was there for six months. Got sent back. So it was kind of back to the drawing board where I carried on playing Varsity Cup and a bit of third division. Yeah. And I saw this Nedbank Yona try out as you know a kind of final straw for me and a yeah. last opportunity and i gave it you know my everything and yeah i'm sitting today i find this extraordinary and really you know just the general life of a sportsman it's not just a dream where you go well you know this is my passion and i want to do it and you know no disrespect to for example a painter mm. but you can devote an hour of it you know a day and you paint on a canvas and that's it and you do that the next day but for a sportsman you literally have to transform your entire life you know your schedule now revolves around training and eating right and maybe you can't go out on with your friends on a friday night because you have to wake up early for training on saturday did you really realize that as realize this at like grade 11 when you decide to pursue seriously um at a stage i definitely thought to myself you know what i can pursue this as a career but i never kind of believed that i was good enough you know um Mm. things only started uh, i would say after i signed the pre-contract with free state stars you know i realized because at that time steve compeller was the coach and i mean he's a very well he's probably the best coach in the country you know so um that really how can i say triggered my love for it even more and i realized you know what maybe i am capable to play professionally you know mm. but after breaking my leg it was kind of a big setback for me and i just had to uh, at that stage i really wanted to give up you know and yeah. then i just my love for the game i couldn't give up i just had to carry on and you know slowly but surely i got my confidence back and eventually i got a second opportunity which was the netbank you want to um 
tryout, you know, and yeah. um, just a big thanks to them. You know, if it wasn't for them, none of us or a lot of us wouldn't have had this opportunity to be where we are today. You know, what I find, uh, and I was actually at Career Endeavor last, just last week where we were speaking to young people and getting to interact with young people about, you know, making the smart and right decisions for them in terms mm. of their careers and their lives at the end of the day is you're kind of young, hey? You really are young. 17 years in the span of your whole life, let's just say you were to died 80. That's a lot of decision making that has to take place in, 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 in terms of following your passion and really making a career out of things. What for you were some of the factors that went into seriously, A, making this a proper serious decision and B, also, you know, still moting, motivating yourself and, and still continuing forward with, with this seriously? I think you really need to be dedicated in what you do, you know, um, because football is such a small career, you know, you start at a very young age, so you need to really prepare yourself in coming into this professional setup, yeah. you know, um, whether it be making sure that you give your best at training, because you know, that's, that's where, you know, you really work on your skills and things like that. Yeah. And there's a lot of preparation that goes into it. You know, like you said, you can't go out sometimes on Friday nights because then the game's on the Saturday. Yeah, sorry. I would be like, Oh, sorry. Can't do that. <laughs> no, 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 not for me. No, definitely. <laughs> it gets very difficult. I mean, those extra sessions that you put in that, that counts big time. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's preparation, dedication and a lot of hard work. Do you find that, you know, some friends that you had initially in high school are not understanding who and what you are now when you're actually the one saying, you guys, actually, I'm sorry, 10 p.m. is late enough for me and I have to head home while they're still just beginning their nights? Uh, luckily for me, coming from Great College, you know, it's a big sports school and my very close friends were sportsmen as well. So, you know, it kind of made it easy where we were on the same you know level, like playing field, whereas the one wanted to do better than the other, you know, mm. so it wasn't this... Um, one that wanted to do, you know, separate from the rest. We kind of all had the same plan and we stuck to it. And, um, like it, they, it's really, you need to surround yourself with people that are, you know, have the same motivation, the same goals. Yeah. And I was just lucky and fortunate enough to, to make it. And so that's awesome that you have supportive friends like that. And the family, did they always support you 400% going into soccer or did they rather say, you know, maybe Jared having the title professor would be better mm. for you. Were they also supportive though? No, definitely. They were very supportive. But then again, you know, they really um, encouraged me to get a degree, you know, which I'm really grateful for today. Although it wasn't easy balancing, you know, trying to play sport, make it professionally and trying to study. But um, yeah. where I'm sitting today, you know, I'm very happy I got that degree. So um, that kind of gives me something to fall back on and now I can really give it 110% and you know if it doesn't work out I can always fall back onto my degree exactly so that's you know so often people talk about yeah just follow your passion follow your passion but following your passion doesn't mean you don't have to follow your mind as well and think logically exactly and also have a plan B, C or D in some cases definitely so kudos on you on that one yeah. um, let's talk about you tackling the big bad world of Joburg coming from the Eastern Cape you know you were in great college and that is the world you know um, but you had to make some progress and you had to move forward with your career. How was it like now really getting into the professional realm of playing soccer? Joburg's a big place, eh? Oh, yes. Yes, because, I mean, in Bluefontein, you drive through that place in 15 minutes. <laughs> and, yeah. You're I not even stuck in traffic for 15 exactly. minutes. Exactly. Right? So, um, you know, I, I've, I've adapted well. Um, it's been difficult, but I have a good support base where I'm staying as well. You know, good people that really look after me. And um, good teammates, you know, it, that really makes a big difference um, because they really welcomed me into the environment, into their environment, yeah. you know. So um, professional, it's 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 you kind of fighting for a spot in the team, and then again, 
um, you need to give it your best because there's only allowed to be a certain amount of players. So, you know, mm. it's very competitive, the environment. But um, I must be honest, they welcomed me and it, they've just made it so much easier. You see, what I find interesting is, for example, at school, you have your coach who you've gone through um, – you know, high school with and they know you and they know how to push you and they'll encourage you. And at the end of the day, if you drop out of, you know, the first team, there's always second, thirds or fourth. In the professional world, there's no one there who's, you know, really spurring you on. There are people with good hearts, but at the end of the day, you know, it's a business. So if you don't cut it, you don't cut it and you're gone. How do you, how did you transition into that world where you're always on your toes and you always have to be your best definitely um coming from great college you know we had a really good coach that he he had be, he had played professionally so he kind of you know gave us the tips and and spoke about it and so he really drilled it into us you know once we do make it professionally what we can expect and what we need to do but then again yeah it's it's cutthroat out there you know um mm-hmm. you need to give your best every single day training because then again you want to be on that starting 11 come the weekend game yeah so but then again you have to have fun as well because i mean it's it, you'll lose yourself if you just come to training every day and focus on making that first 11 making that first 11 so you need to kind of balance it out where you need to have fun and then when it's time to work you know work yeah so your life isn't like the rocky movie no <laughs> have you ever like put headphones in and you like jog to eye of the tiger no, no, but definitely it, headphones in be- before the game or something like that, just to get yourself psyched up. Really? You know? Okay. No, What's your ritual? Your pre-game ritual? Um, well, first it'd be a bus, if, especially on a away game, it'll be the bus trip to the stadium or the bus trip to the venue. You know, uh-huh. um, definitely some. You know, listen to a bit of earphones. There'll be singing going on in the Who's background. Your Celine Dion. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I'm not in the right sport for that. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> No, definitely like some e- deep pass and just something to get me going, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm. All right. Well, you're definitely, it's definitely paying off looking at what you're doing. At 24 years old, already gone through the NetBank on a uh, whole program and also now being a Joma Cosmos defender. So do you feel at this age that you are happy with your achievements? Definitely. Um, look, I think that time when I broke my leg, it kind of put me back a bit. But then again, you know, everything happens for a reason and mm. I ended up getting my degree and yeah, I'm now with it and still playing professionally. So, yeah. um, that, that, it, it's perfect. I think it worked out perfectly. But then again, this is my year to actually, this is my time to make a name for myself. So mm. I just need to keep pushing and hopefully by next year, you know, I'll be at my next goal. Well, let's talk about making a name for yourself because some people would just stick to the soccer field. But here you are. How did it all turn out that you, Mr. Defender, Mr. Grey College, <laughs> got the sporting thing down, are now walking a runway at Fashion Week? Yeah, no, I still, I still don't understand it either, but, um, I've got a good company that sponsored me, um, on point PR, uh-huh. and they made this all possible, you know, I just like, like to give a big thanks to them as well. So, yeah, I know it's, it's from walking out onto a pitch from, to walking out on a runway, you know, it's, exactly. it's but then again, there's that same adrenaline and the same, you know, excitement doing that. So, mm. um, it's very exciting. Um, and, um, you know, if any opportunity comes again, I'll definitely do it again. So was this a case of maybe the designer? Cause you worked the, you walked the David Tlale yeah. show. Was it possibly the designer or the house in general who said, Hey, listen, we've seen this Jared guy. We'd like him to walk on. How, how did it exactly work? As far as I understand, you wanted, um, a few soccer players, professional soccer players and on point PR work closely with David Tlale. Okay. So that's how it kind 
kind of um, all materialized. But yeah, what a great experience. I mean, I walked next to the um, Sundowns captain, Rama. Yeah. And um, he was just as nervous as I was. So <laughs> kind of we spoke to each other, you know, calmed each other's nerves. When you get the call, like, hey, Jared, listen, what are you doing on the 11th? Uh, it's a Friday. Do you just want to casually model some clothes? What was your What was your initial thought? I thought, you know, it wasn't going to be, hell? yeah, yeah, no, that's <laughs> first, yeah, that's my first reaction. But then again, I thought it wasn't going to be, you know, a, such a major, major event. Like I knew it was going to be big, but then again, when we walked out there, then it, we were walking in jockeys as well. Oh, you see, how were your friends dealing with that? Yeah, I know they, they give me stick about it, yeah. but then again, it was such a great opportunity when they saw all the photos and things like that. So, yeah. um, and walking out onto that stage, there were so many people, you know, it was amazing. Great, mm-hmm. great experience. Okay, so do you feel like you've been bitten with a certain fashion bag? Like, do you feel like you could be doing this more often? Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, football has given opened a lot of doors now, you know. Yeah. So, um, I'm I'm willing to open all of them. So, yeah, yeah it's a great, great experience. I definitely do. Again. Well, listen, people are already saying you're like the next David Beckham of South <laughs> Africa. So let's definitely keep on going like this. So you know, Uncle C is here to help, right? And I, I think Jared, this is only the beginning for you. So, by the way, everything I'm about to tell you right now, I will require 15%. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Have you ever thought about, like, Jared's jam? Just get a whole line of jam. Strawberry, you get apricot. You see? It's, it's, it rolls nicely off the tongue. Is this something? Is this something? It rolls nicely off the tongue. How about Jared's jumpers? You just do a whole line of onesies, some hoodies. Are we feeling this vibe? You're getting there. You're getting Jared, there. Listen, let me just tell you, this interview is recorded. So there will be a podcast living here. And if one day I see you with jams and I don't get 15, I'm <laughs> I'll give you jams instead Thank of the you. 15%. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that will work, but I won't hold it against you. I feel like it's quite an extraordinary time and a very exciting time to be you, though. Um, you've been able to master both worlds of really having a plan B, but also living out your passions. And now you're just getting this cherry on top opportunity as well. If you had it your way and you could really pinpoint things that you really want to do, what would you like to do in like the next five years? Um, in the football industry, five years is a very long time, you know? Yeah. What is the average, uh, career span for a footballer? I would say 32, 33. If you're looking at yourself, you know, very, very well. Okay. So you have like, Eight more years ish. Yes, but then again, um, contract wise, you know, you're not, you, con- you either get basically it's two to four year contract, you know, yeah. so it's, it's very, to look at five years from now is a very long time. But just right now at this moment, you know, is just, I want to be a regular, a starter in the Jama Cosmo side and then, you know, pursue fashion you know it's 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 really it's it's i can balance it nicely and i mean i think you you can't focus too much on one thing as well you need to balance your life out kind of so um fashion is really it's a industry interesting industry to go into you know and it's it's yeah. soccer is related to fashion you know that's that's how it is so i'm definitely those are my two passions right now at the moment yeah well, I'll fully support you as long as you don't go like the David Beckham path in terms of the cornrows in your hair <laughs> and then you do those weird funky hairstyles. That's when no, I'll, no. yeah, 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 I won't be able to do anything. Um, but for you personally, with this very unique story that you've had thus far, what did you have to say and just to impart some words of wisdom to other young people and their different aspirations and their different fields? What's the biggest lesson you've learned? The biggest lesson I've definitely learned is never to give up. Mm-hmm. Um, if you set your mind on one thing, you know, give it 110%. I broke my leg. I got released. It was a bad time for me, like football wise, you know. Um, 
I stuck it out. I followed my passion. I gave it 110%. And I definitely encourage all youngsters to um, really go out and trial for this NetBank on a campaign because it, it's, it's kind of a second opportunity, you know, for those that haven't been seen or have had bad luck, same as me as well. And, um, it's really, really a great opportunity because you're getting coached by the four best coaches in the country, you know, wow. you're going through mental and physical, you know, you're really going to be tested. Like, and it's just a great initiative because it really prepares you for what if you have to sign a contract now. So it's definitely a great initiative and I encourage all youngsters to definitely, um, take part. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for stopping by this morning. Pleasure. Sam. And listen, your words of wisdom, if you know, never give up. And if mm. you do, there's always Jared's Jam or Jared's <laughs> Jumpers. You can do whatever you want definitely. to out there. Most definitely. <laughs> thank you so much for stopping by this morning on Untapped Talents. Thanks Jared. lots. Yeah. All the best. Hey. Thanks, man. Awesome Cheers. stuff. Untapped Talent on CliffCentral.com. This is Untapped Talent right here on cliffcentral.com with myself, Sia Sangweni Finn. So it's clearly a free state day. I didn't do this intentionally. I didn't even realize this. But my next guest is here, Mr. Brendan Baper. Good morning. How are you? Uh, good. Thanks and you, man. I'm fantastic. So first and foremost, thank you so much for making it all this way. I feel like, how often are you in Joburg? Yes. Um, once every two weeks. Yeah. Or- uh, once a week. Because <laughs> you sometimes. are from the Free States originally. Yes, I'm but, from Bloemfontein. But you have to, you know, you're here for business in, in Joburg. Yes. yes. So very, very interesting. So I'm like, should I attempt this in Afrikaans with my grade 10 Afrikaans? And I was like, you know what? Let me not embarrass myself. So that's not going to be the case. Because <laughs> I'm the kid who grew up literally. Yes, I took Afrikaans at school, but I was like all about Amor Vitoni and Patricia <laughs> Lewis and Unita Duplessis. Then I realized now in the real world it's like oh they're all they're all women and they sing about heartbreak so that's yes. all i know <laughs> okay but i for some slack i do enjoy myself some jack barrow and bobby finnyarsfeld and some really? of your music so do am i now cool yes okay yes. Is there, <laughs> cool enough eh? <laughs> spielke on any day like if i just pump some bobby finnyarsfeld and spielke i'm done really yeah so i okay on on a scale of like one to ten how cool am i in the afrikaans community now that's about a nine. Oh, damn. Oh, okay, nine. nine. Okay. That's what do I need to get to a ten? <laughs> Listen to more yes, Brendan Paper. Steve. Steve Hoffmeyer. Yes. Well, you know Steve and my people. <laughs> <laughs> well, Elvis Blue. Elvis Blue is very good. His and Afrikaans he... music is. Yes. So Elvis won Idols years ago, and now he's doing a whole variety of music. It's very, very cool stuff. And I heard he's one of your influences in music as well. Yes, yes. I would love, like to do a, a, like a duet with Elvis yeah. one day. Because his his music is very inspiring, okay. And I like listening to the lyrics and yeah, you know. Okay, so, yeah. You know, what? I just feel like let's make things happen. I'm gonna try to be Oprah here and just like send out different emails to people. Like, <laughs> yo, Elvis, check out what Brendan had to say about you. Yes, that will be great. L- let's make things happen. Well, first and foremost, you know, you are you have quite an extraordinary story and quite a very interesting one at that. Um, when firstly did you decide that you wanted to be a musician or a singer? Um, on the age of four, really, my my um my mother bought me a a flute. Uh-huh. I, I I can't remember what's the name in English, but it's it's a little flute. Yeah, and um, I decided that's not one of what I want to play uh-huh. because I was still small, and they decided for me, you know. And then my my granddad bought me a guitar for mm. Christmas, um, just before I I I went to um grade one, and then I went for like three lessons, and it just it it bit me. <laughs> so, At grade one, yes. 
now I feel like I need to have a chat with my parents. Like, you shouldn't have bought me crayons. <laughs> you should have been flipping buying me musical instruments for me to be the next superstar out there. Yeah. So at that stage, I'm sure you were just doing it out of fun. But when was it when you first realized, like, oh, hold up. Like, I could be the next singing sensation out there and actually take this seriously. Only when I was 15, 16. Uh-huh. Yes. And so what happened at that age? I didn't um, realize that you can, like, send your stuff to to record labels and, and you know stuff like that so yeah. um i did talent competitions like i went to idols but i, f- I fell out i you know this idols things and maybe we should talk to the boss man about it as well <laughs> well how far did you make it in idols originally um not even through the audition wow yeah <laughs> so here you were at 15 you thought maybe i could be the next superstar I really love music you go out there and you audition and you get to know they how told me i couldn't sing they so. <laughs> that's when I decided I should sing for a life. <laughs> that's <laughs> when you like, like success is the best sort of payback. Oh. Yes. Have you now met any of the adults people and you show them your CD? You're like, no. oh, hey, listen, by the way, look no, at me I'm now. I'm not that kind of person. I just, I'm just a guy who likes, you know, um, playing music and singing. So if, if I can do that for a living, yeah. then I'm happy. You're, you're way nicer than me. <laughs> I would be sending them like posters of myself and like sending them tickets being like, look at me now. But very good on you though. You still continued on with school, um, even at that young age. But were you committed most definitely that, that for example, after matric? Yes. You were going to take it seriously. I was a very sport active person. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially at school. Yeah. And then when I came in trick and stuff in my um, record exam. Yeah. I got uh, a bursary to no, go sh- play rugby. Okay, shut up. Like, why are you guys... <laughs> I'm busy sitting here and I'm like, what did I do with my life? <laughs> you know, these people are playing records and flutes at four, getting bursaries <laughs> for rugby. Meanwhile, they just want to be singers. So you made the decision to pursue music rather than accept the rugby bursary. Yes. Okay. Yes. How did the family receive that? Um, my dad would like me to be a doctor, but he would also like me to follow my dreams. Yeah. So when I chose my music, they supported me through, yeah. through everything. So I'm pretty sure they're now like the people screaming the loudest when yeah, you sing. They're so, the proudest. <laughs> so that's awesome. But h- how has the journey been within the music industry? Have you found it easy? Have you found it um, that you've been learning a lot, even though it may have been slightly hard? Yes, it's it's my first year in the music industry. And um, I've learned a few stuff. I've mm-hmm. seen a few stuff. And, good um, and bad, I presume. Good and bad, yeah. yes. But every industry has its ups and downs, and negative and positives. Oh, yes. So, um, you just need to cope with that yeah. to learn to cope with, with everything. So we actually kicked things off by playing one of your songs um, a bit earlier. And that was actually the song that garnered a, lo- a lot of attention for you. Yes. Um, at that age, at that stage as well, had you received like a record label, for example? Is this an independent song of yours? When when I was matric, yeah. I got the rugby bursary and I got the record deal. Yeah. Oh. So I was, I was um, like... Looking at every every um, aspect. Oh yes, <clears throat> and um, deciding which which of the decisions would be the best for me. Yeah. So I went with the music, and um, when when last year last year March, mm-hmm. uh, we released the song, we made a video, and it just exploded. Now, what were you thinking was going to be the reception? Like you were just like, eh, am I just trying no, it out? I didn't and- expect anything. Yes. Yeah. And so- then every. Body goes crazy. 
over stop vach play noch piki um i think channel 24 was one of the first people to actually pick it up and write something about it and they said and i quote from them here they say they're calling it they called it the hottest afrikaans music video on the internet ever yes so sorry patricia lewis danny patricia met your blonde hara in your blonde busy here comes brendan <laughs> and they say you're the hottest afrikaans music video ever and a lot of people definitely agreed with that how did you feel when you just you know were Very in the free blessed. state Very and you blessed. released this yeah yes i didn't expect anything and the next moment i was booked for interviews and stuff on channel 24 and all that is a radio station in the country. So yeah. I was, I, I feel blessed. And, um, you know, Did you, you don't know what to think. Yeah. You don't know how to registrate everything in your head and mind. So, cause I'm sure you must have a moment when you're sitting and the cameras are about to roll and you're thinking, but you guys, a couple of months ago, I was on, you know, at school and I had to ask for permission just to go and use the loo. Yeah. Now here you guys are praising me and you think I'm the most amazing thing in the world. <laughs> how do you not lose your head though? Or how do you not get a big ego out of it? Yes. Um, I think my people at home, you know, yeah. they keep me grounded. Um, if I moved here, yeah, I would have been maybe <laughs> would have, <laughs> it, it would go to my head. Yeah. But, um, still after touring, I go home, I settle down with my friends and family and they keep me grounded because they don't treat me like I'm this celebrity or, you know, I, that's the way I choose to be treated. Yeah. Cause you're just me. an average though. You're just like anyone else, but yes. you're just pursuing your passion as well, which so happens to be in front of a lot of people watching yeah. constantly. Um, is that something you, you want to continue on, you know, remaining in the free state and yes. still being at home? Yes, I would. I would choose to to live in a small town, um, maybe smaller than Bloom. I would move there. Hold up now! Whoa, 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 whoa! You would like to live in a small town smaller than Bloom? Yes. When my previous guest just said it takes fifteen minutes to drive through the whole town, <laughs> so that wh- that's what, true. What is it about that small town uh, community that it's does not it too you? big? It's not too small. Everything's there. Yeah. No traffic. There's. It's just. Um, I think it's because I've lived there yeah. a few a few years and I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. I'm not used to traffic. I'm not used to a lot of people around me. Yeah. Um and I think it's more than a comfort zone. So I would I would like to stay there. So you're not the hashtagging selfie life. You know, they say Joburg, you know, you wouldn't even need a filter. There's more things to Instagram here, is that not for you? <laughs> That's <laughs> not for me. You, you couldn't really be I like by Instagram but just occasionally. Yes. Not Kim Kardashian vibes. Yes. Totally understand that. <laughs> I want to quickly talk about the process you go through when you make a music because we're about to play one of your other songs here as well. Die perfecte Ian for me. Yes. Like we're really hitting the heart this morning. Or, uh, what is the process like when you create that music? We write. Uh, I start writing, um, getting ideas and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then we sit around a big table and the people of the... Um, the record label helped me. Yeah. You know, make it more commercial and more soft on the ear for you guys, you know, yeah. to play on the radio. So do you ever feel like you, you are wary or very like aware of the, ta- I call it like the Taylor Swift mark where you now go through a breakup and you're like, Oh, Angelina, I no. hope you die. You know, <laughs> really like going full on out with your feelings and emotions. No, I just 
like to remain cool. Yeah. You know, be the nice guy. And <laughs> you see, I, I really am saying you're, you're nicer than me. Cause if I go through a breakup, I would be writing about you and I would want the whole world to know what you did for me. No. So the inspiration behind the song, Die Perfecte Ian for me, what was that? The inspiration was, um, we, we, uh, we actually decided the music video of this song is going to be The Bachelor. I'm going to be a bachelor and that's, that's ah. far out of my league. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm this farm guy and yes. the first video was on the farm with horses and yes. you know pipes um, and busy building things and I, exactly. I, as I was watching and preparing for this interview I was like I should actually ask him if he knows some DIY or he was just standing there no. like yep I hope this looks good <laughs> yeah uh, I can change a tire and stuff okay. like that <laughs> yeah that's more than me I, will, I won't even have to lie <laughs> so you're now going to be the bachelor yes then I was the bachelor and I think it was a cool Cool vibe. Yeah. Just to do something else for a, for a, um, for a change. Yeah. Very, very cool stuff. So this is Brent, Mr. Brendan Paper, and this is his latest, Die Perfecte Informe, right here on Untapped Talent on CliffCentral.com. Untapped Talent on CliffCentral.com. This is Untapped Talent with myself, Sia Sangwen, if and right on cliffcentral.com. We just were listening to Die Perfecte Ian Vermeer by my guest this morning, Brandon Paper. And I was just asking you, as the song was playing, how is it to hear your own music being played? I feel like that that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's, it's normal for me now because yeah. I'm used to it. So it's not that, um, you know... Um, I'm surprised every time I hear it because I sing it at every show. Well, I, I still think, just let me know. I'll just send you a gift of T-shirts with your name on it. Like, I'm the guy that's currently on the speakers because I think that must be very, very cool. Um, and when you do get to, for example, perform live, what do the fans and the people who love your music mean to you? Because, you know, I, I just often think for a musician, you're writing about something. You could be going through a bad experience. Yeah. And it means a lot to you, and you were going through a lot. You write about this, and now you stand in front of a crowd. They're all singing along. Some people even crying. You're like, oh, well, this must be something. How yeah. does that feel to you to get that sort of reaction with your music? To mean something to people, um, you know, that's I love it. Yeah. Um, when I get off the stage, I want to meet the people that come to see me. I want to know why they come to see me. So yeah. um, when they buy a CD, it means a lot to me because I worked hard for it. Mm-hmm. It's it's the music that we wrote as a record label and, um, you know, artists and stuff. And mm-hmm. your fans mean a lot to you when, when you're in the music industry. It should mean a lot to you because they put the bread on your table. Oh, yes. So, um, yeah, it really means a lot. What's What is some of, uh, what has been like the m- most inspiring or the sweetest message that you've ever received where you're like damn now i should be taking this seriously and now this motivates me to keep on going on sure um one day a guy came to me but it it was an uncle actually yeah (laughs) and he came to me and he, he told me um just never back down for anyone Hux. In Afrikaans, he yeah. said it in Afrikaans. Yeah. And that, you know, that was it. He just turned around and he walked away. And, um, yeah, like, that motivated me from? a lot. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Because this is someone who genuinely supports you. And I feel like music, 
more than any other art form or any other industry. It's it's like a piece of you. You can't listen to a song and not feel like someone's spirit or someone's yeah. soul. So I think that must be an awesome thing to experience. But on that note, talking about feelings and talking about, you know, heart and music. As a musician, do you kind of get irritated when you hear some pop songs that have like no substance to them and they're singing about money or fast cars yeah. or hitting the club? Do you feel like, ugh? I feel, I feel irritated sometimes yeah. because, um, I think music is more, means more than just fame and, you know, uh, fortune. Mm-hmm. So it, it means a lot. It means more to me than that. Yeah. So it's, it's irritating hearing stuff like that. So in, in my car, I don't listen to radio. Okay. Uh, I have a lot of music. Yeah. Like, what are you listening to currently? Um, I like Joe Forster stuff. Okay. Um, I don't Let know. Let me make you know. notes. Yeah. I, I was about to say, I need to make notes on like Joe Forster. <laughs> Joe yeah. Forster is really good. Um, I like his vibe. Um, Elvis Blue. I listen to the Rascal Flats, a lot of country pop music. Oh, that's like Life as a Highway vibes. Yes. Wait, did I do Life as a Highway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think that's so. Yeah, was. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, so it is more music with soul and, and you know, with heart. Yes. And that, I have to say, is another thing that I admire about the Afrikaans music community as well, is they sing about these things. And you, some people may roll their eyes at, oh, it's another song about heartbreak. Cliche, but it's, yeah. yeah, but it's one of those things. It's, it's actually looking at what really matters. So on the note of the Afrikaans music community, I think you've, you've been one of the greatest uh, and youngest uh, South African Afrikaans music success stories. Um, in looking at the future, do you wish to branch out? Do you, are you looking at doing more music in English, for example? I love to. I'm not that good English talker, uh-huh. as you can realize now. We had so, a 20 minute conversation with <laughs> English. I think you're pretty much done and good. But I would love to go international. Uh-huh. Um, I like singing in English. I do a lot of English covers and stuff. Yeah. It's better than my English speak, speaking. <laughs> yeah. So. Listen, if Celine Dion can go from being this little French singing girl in Canada to the person she is now, I think you can definitely do that. But I also, with Afrikaans music, I was surprised at the worldwide reception to Afrikaans music. You know, Jack yeah. Barrow, for example, if you look at his touring gig line, Europe, yeah. he's, he's everywhere in Europe. And I'm thinking, but do these people know what he's actually saying? What they actually you- call Afrikaans music Schlager. Schlager. Yeah, and it's what a category in, oh, really? it's like a category in their music shops. <laughs> okay, I still think I'll keep to quoting an Afrikaans singer though, not yeah. a Schlager <laughs> music, music a star. But is that definitely where you see yourself headed? More yeah. um, international, etc. I would like to go, um, my first international shows in Namibia. I have a tour there this year. Okay. So, um, that's, that's a big start for me. Yeah. So I would like to go to Europe and then maybe Nashville. Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, that's a that's a big dream of me. Some 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 country and meaningful stuff. Yeah. Okay. So on the list, what I learned about you this morning: contact Elvis Blue because you know he'd be stupid to say no to doing a duet with you. And then Rascal Flats. I'm sensing some Phil McGraw. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. But then just for Sia, can you duet with Patricia Lewis as well? Because I think I've referenced her like five times this morning. I, I would really do it do- for you, eh? <laughs> Thank you. I, I know where she lives now. I have her email address. Really? I'm, I'm a big stalker. Okay. It's not healthy. But she shall live. No. <laughs> is, is she still a big thing in Afrikaans music? Yes. She's a legend. She's a legend, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. And then Amor Vitoni. She knows I also love her. I've met her a couple of times and it's not normal at all. But it's one of those things. Yeah. If you just do those two, then I'm done and I'll fully support you for life. Thanks, eh? Exactly. <laughs> so other than the gig in Namibia, where can people get more info on you? Where can we get to hear about your latest music, your projects, etc., etc.? Sure. Facebook, um, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. We always uh, post and advertise. Mm-hmm. Um, on, on social media and, um, also www.brendanpaper.com. Fantastic. And my website and, um, any informational bookings, uh, that's the, the place to be. Place to go. Yeah. One, one stop wonder for all your information. Um, but with that said, you know, I spoke to my earlier guest, Jared, and he's a soccer player and here he is now making a name for himself in the fashion world as well. Do you ever see yourself branching out? Cause when you look at your music videos, you aren't just standing there with a the microphone. There's a bit of acting involved. Uh, yeah. is there anything in the pipelines for you that you'd like to do either than music? Yeah, I would, I would love acting. Um, I actually did, uh, Audition for a new Afrikaans flick, Yo Romeo. Yo so, Romeo, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like the jock in the in the in the movie, but it's just audition. I yeah. didn't get it yet. So, um, well, listen. Since I'm writing a list, give me those producers as well. Be like, yo. If you need a Romeo, there's only one guy. Okay, so definitely movies. Yeah, definitely acting. Yeah. And coming from this week when the movie for Alta, it is getting so much recognition and yes. so much buzz as well. This is a very exciting time. Um, not just, I think, for the Afrikaans entertainment community, but also most definitely for South Africa as a whole. Yeah. Um, I think you must be definitely proud of what you've done so far and proud of the reception and the industry you're in in South Africa. Would you say that? Yeah, I'm very proud of myself and the people around me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to, you know, do something, you know, of everything. Yeah. In the yeah. music industry and the acting industry, filmmaking industry, I would like to be involved in everything oh, well. that happens behind the scenes as well as in the scenes, you know? Behind the scenes and in the scenes, Papa. Listen, <laughs> the world is your oyster. Here you are. You've just done this a couple of years after matriculating. I, and. You were already playing a flippin' flute at four years old. At four, I was still eating crayons that my mother bought me. So definitely, <laughs> me <too>. sure. <laughs> don't try to make me feel better like that. But thank you so much for stopping by this morning. Really, really means a lot thank that you, you've sure. stopped it. It's been weeks and weeks in the making. Mr. Living in Bloemfontein been finally making it up to Joburg. And I wish you everything of the best in the rest of your career. Thanks, yeah. I appreciate it, man. And, and Elvis Blue and the producers of Romeo, like... <laughs> Come on, got to catch a little wake up. But thank you so much to my guest, Brendan Baper, for stopping by this morning and also to Jared May as well. Clearly it was a little free state fest right here in studio. But most importantly, thank you for listening. We do this every single week right here on cliffcentral.com. It's untapped talent, shining a spotlight on young people who are doing amazing things. Until next week, my name is Sia and I'll see ya. Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com.